This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to the 2021 by-election interviews on Free FM 89.0. I'm your host Gary Farrow. Hamilton City Council is holding a by-election in Hamilton East following the death of Councillor Margaret Forsyth. The aim of this program, taking place each Wednesday between now and the 11th of August, is to allow by-election candidates to inform you, the voter, about who they are and what they stand for. The key ground rule is the candidates are allowed a maximum of 15 minutes to answer my questions. Welcome to the 2021 by-election interviews, Peter Humphreys. Kia ora, Tell us about your background. Um, I was born in North Wales in a small village called Bolina Fistinioc, and um, I grew up there, um, shifted to another um, Welsh um, English-speaking town in Wales and sort of um, spent most of my youth there. I met my um, wife in the 80s in London. She was a Kiwi girl, so we migrated to New Zealand. Uh, I migrated to New Zealand and she came back home, and we've been together 40 years. We have three children. Um, my eldest daughter is um, Shan, and she's quite high needs. Um, she lives at home with us. Um, she doesn't talk, and she's still in nappy, so I've been an advocate for disability issues for many years. Um, the other part of me is I've been a social worker. I am a social worker. Um, I always, as a youth, I had a social worker in, in my life, because I was in and out of state care and then my wife was a social worker so I married one and then in, in the 2008 I became a social worker. I ran the night shelters here in Hamilton for about 11 years and two years ago I retired from that. Um, uh, my governance experience is um, I've been on Community Waikato um, board for the last three years. Um, I'm chair of um, Centre 401 which is a mental health support service. I sit on the panel for Rangatamariki Child Protection Panel, which give advice to social workers about um, services in the community. And the other aspect of my governance has been around funding. I was on the COGS committee for over six years for internal affairs, and for the last three years I've been on the Hamilton City Council Single Year Grants Allocation Board. Yes, I'm Peter Humphreys. Why have you decided to stand in the council by election for Hamilton East? Just from my experience, I have a really good understanding of the social issues in Hamilton. Um, and also, um, I live in Hamilton, I'm a ratepayer in Hamilton, so um, yeah, I'd like the city to sort of reflect what I want. I, I would like the city to be um, a more livable city, and um, I think I could have a say in that. I could uh, um, give a different perspective, a coalface perspective from my social work, but also a um, residence perspective as well. What has the current council elected in 2019 been doing well, do you think? Um, I think the Maori wards, I mean, when I sat in chambers when they announced that, it brought tears to my eyes. Um, that was, you know, I mean, there was no choice. We had to do that. You know, the first round, um, it didn't happen, but the second round, yes, it was unanimous, and I'm grateful to council for doing that. The second aspect is around, they started um, planning for cycling, for the future for cycling, and we need that. You know, not just cycling recreationally, but A to B cycling, you need to be able to, uh, for like for my daughter, I have a special bike, there's a wheelchair type of thing in the front, and we cycle around, and during lockdown, I could go everywhere and anywhere, but after lockdown, it becomes more limiting, it becomes a recreational around the park thing but yeah they've done that really well and they're also putting money aside for the gullies you know and we need to look after the gullies that's um, you know where the, the sort of city remains its green keeps its green spaces and promotes the um, environment 
You said before that you wanted Hamilton to be a more livable city. Yep. Um, what does that entail? Um, like, if you look at um, the stuff that we've done at the gardens, you know, Peter Siegel's um, and the other and the rest of the team at the gardens, what's happened there, you know? It's, it's like a world-class attraction. The city could be like that. We could be spending more money on the arts, you know? We're, like Boone, for instance, uh, since uh, for the last, uh, since seven years ago, they've put in about 60 murals around the city. That makes it more livable. Green spaces, you know, making sure that we've got plenty of green spaces for individuals. And then also the cycling around, being able to cycle around pedestrians being able to walk safely around and people using wheelchairs or with accessibility issues being able to make way around the city without too much of a hindrance. What decisions has the current council made that you have not been happy with? Probably around the arts stuff. I remember I was in Australia when the candidate meeting in 2019 was on and Creative Waikato had a meeting um, and they asked the, can the, the candidates had a yes or a no um, sign to put up and they asked the candidates about the arts in Hamilton. They said, oh, um, do you think there should be more arts in Hamilton? All of them, except Andrew King, said yes. And do you think that we should be spending more money on the arts in Hamilton? All of them said yes. That hasn't happened. The in the What the, the arts gets now is basically the same as they were getting before. It's very minimal. Um, Nancy Kager, one of the arts um, sort of advocates in Hamilton, suggested that if we spend a dollar on arts, we get $15 back, you know? So it's not just a, um, a, an investment for, to make it a more livable city, it's an investment, a financial investment as well. And with, like I said, with the gardens, if we spread the um, artistic flair into the city, people will want to come here. We've got COVID at the moment, and we've got people restricted from going overseas. They want to go to different places. Let's make Hamilton a place that they want to come to as well, and also make it a place that we want to live in. What do you think is the restriction that has stopped the arts from getting additional funding if the majority of councillors want to see that happen? I, I, they haven't prioritised it. They don't see it as a priority. I mean, just for instance, we've got the um, Founders Theatre there. That's in, um, been sitting there empty since 2016. Aaron Lehman did an um, article in the Waikato Times in 2019, October 2019, and he said we'd spent 650000 on that empty building, just maintaining it. So now I would estimate we've spent over a million. It's about $130,000 it keeps um, it costs to keep that building empty. So there needs to be a decision around that and any of that funding that we are spending on that should be diverted into council into at the arts rather now of course there's a lot else um going on in hamilton tell us your thoughts on the controversial innovating streets trial on ross trevor street and ward street and the hamilton cbd yeah, um, I, like running the night shelter, and I was also the um, co-chair of the New Zealand Coalition to End Homelessness, one of the things that I learned very quickly was I was involved in a lot of research projects and a lot of on paper, nothing um, physical, you know? And the the ones that I did um, get involved in physical, like Tepuya Marai, when Huramoana Dennis invited people to come and stay at the Marai, and it was research in action. It was seeing that what was needed. We had the same um, in Taronga when they wanted to open a night shelter. I was involved in that, and they opened it you know and we had research in action the, the street experiments is the same as that you know we've 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 got to try these things we can't just do it on paper we have to give it a go we've got in august august the 17th the results and that the result is going to come back from all the streets uh, innovations throughout new zealand you know and we'll get a rough idea we, we haven't done it right but one of the things that um probably um sort of 
let the council oh, not let the council down. This has been quite um, not a dis dysfunctional council. It's been quite a fun functional council. So the media is always looking for something to critique, you know. And they could critique this, you know, quite openly. They could say, oh, you know, nobody wanted it. Oh, they used permanent paints and all that kind of stuff, you know. So there was um, an opening to critique it. But um, yeah, so the council's um, sort of been a. There's been strong leadership. But it's been risk adversary leadership. That sounds like an oxymoron, but reality, that's actually quite a good leadership model because you, you're always checking and checking in with the community, checking with other councillors. So it actually works quite well. So it, it's not as dysfunctional, and the media can report on different negative things, you know? Do you think the trial is something that should have happened? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, we've got to give these things a go, you know. We can keep um, saying, um, like I said, we can keep doing the university research and put it on a shelf or whatever. If you actually do it in action, you can see people's perspectives. You can see what they think of it, how um, practical it is and stuff like that. So, no, I totally think it should have happened. Do you think there are some particular changes that could be made in future, for example, if a trial like this was to happen again, um, that would be a better way of doing it? Lots of lots of communication. Everybody needs to get into the tent, you know. Um, everybody takes ownership of their part, and they can quite hostile if they critique any side of it. So get in the tent and have a really good dis discussion about it. My preference would have been that it happened during school holidays. It would have happened with blocked off garden plays and Ward Street, that that end of it, you know. And then we had lots of activities there. So I mean, we've all got our own different preferences, but it was a trial. It was um, something innovative for a change and something experimental. Hmm. So you think that sort of stuff is good for council to be pursuing with pulling it off in the right way? Especially if there's funding coming from an outside agency, you know, and um, why not use that funding to give it a go? Yes, I do. What are your priorities if you were to get a seat on council? Um, firstly, um, around the arts, you know, I would be, um, I, I'm, you can imagine, the audience could, uh, or the, your listeners could imagine, I've got a yes sign here now. The, the yes sign goes up for arts. The yes sign goes up for continuing to promote cycling in Hamilton. The yes sign goes up for the gully restorations. But also, one thing we tend to forget is that the 1,200 staff that work for Hamilton City Council, we've got to really look after those people, you know. Um, there's... Uh, Jobs are quite transferable. People can go to different places. You know, we've got to look after their welfare. The ones that are not on, well, they're most, um, mostly out on living wage, but the ones that are not on living wage should be on the living wage. And even the companies that actually work um, for the councils as contractors should be on a living wage as well. So, yeah, the staff often get forgotten. And there, were, there was a commentary in the Herald the other day about it costing $18 and, um, a, a staff member to ha host a meeting for them, you know, to, to, uh, for, for their welfare, you know. So... No, it's, um, yeah, look after the staff as well. Do people need to be, sort of the public need to be made more aware of the staff being a part of council as well, as well as just the councillors round the table? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, um, the councillor's position is a three-year position quite often. I mean, it's... You, got a really good chance of getting back in if you're a sitting councillor but the staff are crucial when you go to the swimming pool there's, there's, there are people at the front desk that you see um, when your rubbish is not collected it's the person that's meant to collect your rubbish that you contact the staff actually do a crucial um, job in Hamilton and they really need to be looked after yeah lastly why should residents of Hamilton vote for you Peter Humphreys 
because I'm going in, like I've just said, with a, a yes sign for all those things, and I'm going to support those things all the way through my tenure if I get in there. I've got a good coalface understanding of um, what goes on in Hamilton. I'm a resident of Hamilton. I'm a ratepayer of Hamilton. And, um, yeah, I'm sort of abs uh, absolutely um, pro-Hamilton. Thank you for coming on the 2021 by-election interviews on Free FM 89.0. Peter Humphreys. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.